you're listening to Sincerely Madison E. Hey everyone, welcome back to Sincerely Madison E. This is section 11 of the blog and podcast series, Sincerely Madison E. This section is going to focus on letting go. And a lot of you might be thinking when I sent out this poll that it was going to be in the realm of letting go of relationships, right? Maybe old friends, peers, coworkers, whatever it may be. So it's all of those things. All of those things I want to address in this particular episode because I think that the way that you let go from each of those situations is going to be unique and very different from one to the other. Obviously, one has an emotional quality uh, or factor in it. The other's not so much. The way that you let go from a peer or a coworker is not going to be the same as you let go of somebody that you spend the last five years loving. So that is why I wanted to, I want to cover all of it, okay? But I want to start focusing on, start with the relationship aspect because I think that's a big part of it. Because whenever you have your emotions invested in something to that extent, whenever you're giving so much of yourself to one particular individual, you are going to run the risk of losing yourself in the process and the fear or the art of letting go is a bit more complex than it might be letting go of other people that you come across throughout the course of your life. So to speak to the relationship side of it, I'll use myself as an example. So I tend to go in the direction of people or go towards those that I feel need to be fixed. They need help. They have broken pieces that they need mending, right? Because my Fulfillment is achieved through helping people. Well, what I've realized over the course of several relationships and throughout the last few years of my life is that whenever I start investing my emotions, my time, my mental state of mind into waking up in the morning and wanting to help them become who they want to be, I completely lose sight of the person that I want to be in the process and I just become mirroring uh, somebody who is a, uh, a mirroring image of them and less of myself. So it's not advantageous because at the end of the day, whoever they become, you have to hope compliments you. Well, if you don't know who you are, then how in the world do you know if you're somebody now that is going to help them continue down this path that you've helped them to uh, find? So what I would encourage you to do going forward whenever it comes to relationships is try to find a whole person. Don't try to find somebody that needs to uh, where you're filling in the gaps for them. I don't want to find somebody that's going to be my other half. I want to find somebody that's going to be another whole that complements my whole self as well so we can be a really badass couple together. So taking it a step further, guys, relationships, I want you to know and I want you to understand and really accept they are going to be different than the ones that you thought you were going to have. Okay, so I'll say it again. Those relationships, whatever you think that you're going to have, however you think that you're going to, you know, meet the person you're with or find a friendship or whatever you think is going to happen is probably not going to happen. You need to accept the fact that relationships and friendships are going to be a bit different than what you have. So tying it into the next point, don't have expectations of the outcome. Don't invest your emotions and don't be invested as an individual in the outcome of a situation. And here is why. It guarantees disappointment, right? Whenever you have an expectation or you think that something is going to turn out a certain way and you have in the back of your mind an emotion attached to that outcome and that outcome doesn't happen, you're immediately disappointed because it's different than what you had anticipated versus having no expectations at all. Regardless of what happens, you're just taking it and rolling with it, right? Because you have nothing that is pulling you back or that's going to set you back 
uh, because that outcome was different. <coughs> so what I want you guys to do whenever you, you come across a friendship or a relationship going forward to kind of tie up this first initial point is I want you to accept that that person is exactly who they are meant to be in that chapter of their life, okay? Don't go into a situation assuming that because there are qualities about a person that you may or may not want to change at some point, that that's what they want to do. Don't assume that the, the things that you think would make them an ideal human for you as a friend, as a partner, as a, uh, as a friend, however you think that they are, that they would be just perfect to fill that role in your life, understand that that is most likely not what they're wanting out of their life. They are who they are meant to be. And as long as you're not wanting somebody to come in your life and change you, don't expect that somebody else is going to willingly let you do that for them. Accept it, guys. Accept that that person is exactly who they're meant to be and get to know that person if you think that it's parallel with who you are and the direction that you're going. And if you're not sure, spend some time and you'll realize pretty soon on. But don't, don't invest in the outcome of that relationship or that friendship or think that it has to end up a certain way in order for you to continue on your journey. Guys, don't let, don't live your life in chains when you got the key. And by that, I mean, you have the ability to separate yourself from situations, from people that might not be contributing in a positive way to your life. So you have somebody who is just negative all the time, who's always upset, who's going through shit, who just always wants to complain about everything that they could possibly come up with under the sun, right? And I, and I will I will take a step back for a moment and acknowledge the fact that there are those in our lives that will that will go through things, that will be emotionally distraught, that will be that will bring a lot of challenge to your your mindset and your state of mind. And so when that happens, you want to compartmentalize the time that you allow yourself to give to those individuals. And what I mean by that is you want to allow yourself to give them the attention they may need to seek solace or to get things off their chest, but encourage them to pursue another another uh, method of resolution. So while I am happy to be a listening ear, while I am happy to encourage you and motivate you and fill a role that you might need me to at a, for a brief period of time, you can't invest yourself to the extent of um, you, are, you are what's keeping them grounded, if that makes sense. So if you feel that someone is binding you, so to speak, binding you and grounding you into a, a point in your life or a place that you don't think is, is ideal for you, use that key and break those chains open, guys. You don't have to stay, but you can also do this in a very uh, elegant and graceful way, right? The art of letting go is a very important life lesson to know and how how to do that properly. So that's that's why we're doing this podcast today. So I want you to let go of the, the thought that you can control others' actions. And, and this kind of ties into what I had mentioned a few moments ago. 
You can't change someone that doesn't want to be changed and you shouldn't want to change somebody. Now, it's different if somebody comes to you and says, I want to grow. I want to become a better person. You are somebody that I could see as a mentor, as somebody that would complement the changes that I'm trying to implement in my life that I'm hoping fuel growth in the future. Those are the things, those are the kinds of individuals that you may want to surround yourself with and that's the kind of change that you may want to engage in and involve yourself in. But guys, it's, it shouldn't be your idea to change somebody else, okay? If somebody comes to you proactively and says this, that, and the other that alludes to change, be there to help, uh, to help propel them into that change, but you don't have to be the person that plants that seed, okay? Let them continue down their path as long as you are wanting them to do the same for you. So I want to tie in a quote because I think that this is... This is the biggest challenge that people have that makes it difficult to let go, okay? So what I'm about to say is the number one thing that keeps us from letting go, okay? We worry about what other people think of us rather than only worrying about what we think of ourselves. Okay, so we are so concerned about how that person is going to think of us or what we're going to do to them that we are so willing to lose ourselves in the process or to create a, create a false illusion of who we are. And I want to also tie a quote into this. Mahatma Gandhi said, happiness is when what you think, what you say, and what you do are in harmony. There is a lot of power, and I say this all the time, there's a lot of power behind doing what you say you're going to do because you're reliable now. You're trustworthy. You're credible. People can depend on you, right? So that is so, so important. But why are we not, why are we so reluctant to be selfish? And, and I'm asking this question to myself too. And I ask myself this question all the time because that is a flaw of mine, right? I care, for lack of a better way of putting it, I care too much about a lot of things that I might not should put my care into. But if there weren't kind people in this world, I probably wouldn't enjoy being a part of it nearly as much as I do at this point in my life. So whenever we are so focused on what another person thinks of us, we're going to forget who we are. Like we are going to forget what you, the reason why you should let go should never be for somebody else. It should be for yourself. And when it's for yourself, you inevitably are going to be thinking about what you think of yourself rather than what they do. But this is the struggle that I have that comes into play. I start to come up with the reasons why I'm wrong in this situation, why I could have been better or how I could have prevented um, this separation or this parting of ways or the detriment to this relationship, whatever it may be at the time, rather than accepting that that chapter of my life was meant to be spent in that exact place with that exact person filling whatever role they were in my life, but that doesn't have to be my entire future, okay? So when we 
kind of revisit our mindsets and say to ourselves and say to that person in front of us, I am so glad that you came into my life because you have taught me things about myself that was important for me to know. You have helped me to become a better person. But at this point in time, I feel that we are on different paths and I don't want to hinder your growth and your uh, future accomplishments and your achievement of your immediate goals in the near future because I'm going in a different direction. I don't want to create confusion in where you're headed in the future. But I am happy to meet you at the finish line if we end up in the same place. That's the kind of mindset that we have to have, guys. We can't have this mindset or this headspace of, oh, God, but we were friends for so long. We've been through this. We've been through that. I invested so much time. Guys, that is the biggest thing aside from us being afraid of what they're going to think. It's the time that we invested. Time is our most valuable assets because it is the one thing you cannot trade get more of, you can't go back and, uh, and alter, you, you've got what you've got and that's it. You've got a certain bank of a certain amount of minutes every single day when you wake up and it's either going to fill the whole day or it's not depending on how your fate is, is looking for you. But regardless of the What we need to understand is that some people, and there's a saying that says everyone comes to our life for a reason, and sometimes it's only for a season. And it's so true because there, in hindsight, I can look back at certain moments and chapters in my life where I can tell you the exact reason why somebody was in in that chapter of my life and not in the next one. Because of that, I'm thankful and I'm gracious and I've tried to gracefully discontinue the relationships in my life because I have felt that they were not fueling the growth that I was looking to achieve in the very near future. I understood and acknowledged the fact that I only have so much time and mine might be less than theirs. So while I'm sitting here so worried about what they think or how they feel or or how their time is going to be spent after I make this decision to end the relationship, engagement, friendship, whatever it is with them, I'm running out of the time that I've got left. And who the hell knows how much that is? So guys, it's important that we be selfish in the right moments in our lives and that we acknowledge the fact that letting go is literally just another part of it. And letting go is as graceful and as kind and as clean as you want it to be or it's as messy and traumatic as you make it. Keep that in mind too. The art of letting go, guys, is different for everybody, with everybody. It's never going to be consistent or the exact same from one to the other, okay? So just remember that and keep that in mind. Guys, express what works for you. When you find, because there's a lot of times there's things that are just not ever communicated. And that's why... Letting go is difficult, and this particularly would be in the realm of relationships, is when things are left unsaid. There are, there's a lack of closure. Somebody doesn't want to really finish tying that knot. They don't want to make it a clean break. So 
they don't clarify why something isn't working, why they're choosing to leave, why they're choosing to let go, so to speak. It's important to make these very clear and not just for the other person, but for yourself too, because I want to take a step back. So for me, for work, the way that I know whether or not I had a, a, a successful day, a win or a loss, so to speak, is by going back and writing down everything I did throughout the day or taking a look at my calendar of everything I had planned and checking off what I did and what I didn't do. And then I sit back and I say, all right, you know what? Shit, it was a much more productive day than I thought. Or damn, I did not get anywhere near done what I thought I did. And then you re-strategize for the next day. So the reason why I use that example is because it's a, it's a sense of uh, accountability. I'm holding myself accountable and I'm making myself very self-aware of what I think I might be doing, but what I might not actually be doing, or I'm pleasantly surprising myself by what all I've done, even though I felt like I spent all day spinning my wheels and got nowhere. So express what works for you. And it's either going to be the same or it's going to be different for them. But if something's not working for you, communicate it. Guys, don't keep it to yourself. Communicate it. Who knows? It could be something you could work through or it could not. And that's the detriment of the relationship. But you're not going to know until you communicate it out loud. And it also makes you hear it. Hear yourself say it and hear the reasoning behind it and be like, oh, okay, that's, uh, that's understandable or that's, that's ridiculous. You know, we can get past this. So forgive. Guys, forgive whatever it was that's causing you to let go. And I've used so far in this episode, I've used the example of them being on a different path than you, but I haven't used the example of them just being flat out toxic in your life. And we all have had these people. I guess I touched on it very briefly when I mentioned the uh, negative individual that might take up a lot of your time, but the, the whole aspect of toxicity in relationships and friendships is so important to recognize on the front end. Guys, if someone is challenging your uh, positivity and your growth and your sanity and your self-love and your ability to be proud of who you are, cut them out of your life. Cut them out and say, I don't feel like this, this friendship or this relationship is beneficial to me. I don't feel like our conversations are constructive anymore. I don't feel like I am able to love myself. Like I feel I love myself because of the environment that the toxicity between us creates. And it's okay to admit. And more often than not, the other person probably feels the same way, but one of you was too fearful to admit it up until this point. And that's how you waste a lot of time because that's how you waste a lot of time. So Carl Jung said, I am not what happened to me. I'm what I choose to become. And this is what happens after you let go. People let go for a lot of reasons. People let go because it's toxic, because they're on different paths. Maybe because they just lose interest in being friends with them. Maybe their interests are different. Maybe you've just grown up or just parted ways or just naturally have moved, your lives have just moved in different directions. That's all right. But Whatever you choose to become as a result of those beginnings and ends, that is who you are. 
Make it a great day, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you all next time.